We're back because there's some dope fights this Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to everyone that is tuning into the podcast on the audio side because that's the only way you're going to get this part. Um, Brian has warm food ready on the table. Um, so we are going to get into this, but we are going to be detailed. Um, and his food will still be warm after we're done. Brian, are you hyped for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, what is your favorite side or what is your favorite dish for Thanksgiving? And uh, how hype are you for these fights this weekend? Baked ham easily. Um, this my this is the thing I look forward to the most. You know, the rice is cool, turkey, everything else, veggies and all this shit. Uh, mac and cheese when we have it, but mm. the baked ham is a star here. You know what I mean? And Puerto Ricans, we we love that shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we love that shit. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most, honestly. And the football games because I have yes major fantasy implications in uh everything i'm involved with this week i'm seven and four only four teams make the playoffs in my league and i'm in a five-way tie for third place and one of the teams i play is also seven and four so i need to win this like i need to breathe well we're gonna wish you all the luck but let's get you some luck because we got some dope betting on these fights like money motherfucker money be green money feel like money that shit look green to you Welcome back to the mandatory. Happy Thanksgiving week. Remember, if you rock with this show, thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you don't hit that like and subscribe button, it helps the channel grow. You can also find us on the audio side, which sometimes you get a little bit of extra stuff on there that we don't talk about on here. Uh, so go subscribe to the show on the audio side, wherever you find your audio and uh, also leave us a rate and review if you can. Brian, we got some dope fights coming up. Money be green. We want to win something for Thanksgiving. Um, and you know what? We, we have to tell the, the listeners and the viewers though, what's your favorite thing for Thanksgiving to eat? Oh, because we just did this on the audio side. I was saying, uh, on the audio side, which, you know, subscribe to the pod version of this also baked ham is a star around here. That's what I love and look forward to the most. Turkey's cool. Rice, everything else, mac and cheese. When we get it, mashed potatoes, whatever. Uh, it's all about the baked ham though here. That's the thing that I look forward to the most. I take leftovers of and try to make last through the weekend. <laughs> I feel you. I feel mine is stuffing and I can't eat anything without gravy. Uh, <laughs> I, I love gravy. Like I, can, I eat like fried chicken with gravy. I'm not a big fried chicken person anymore, but I need the gravy. Okay. Anyways, listen, I'm so hungry right now. I know you're hungry. <laughs> we both have an eight because we want to give you these bets. So let's start off with the big fight coming up this weekend. There's actually a couple of them. David Benavidez is a minus 430 straight up on the money line. He's taken on Demetrius Andre Andrade at plus 290. Brian, what are your thoughts on this fight? How are you betting? Yeah, I'm going to go on the, the Andre Andrade rant because I was talking to you about this earlier. Yeah, the, Well, Showtime is saying Andrade. So as you saw, like, I'm I, saying, I, yeah, because they should be because he's from Cape Verde. The name is Andrade, not Andrade. I've never seen that name referred to as Andrade in my but life. But you know what? That's why I slipped up. I'm like, and Andrade, no, but, because but, but, people are messing happen. it up everywhere. Remember, Demetrius Andrade used to fight on HBO. Um, every fight that you've see, sort of watched him, most of the broadcasters refer to him as Andrade. And I'm like, no, that name is Andrade, bro. Like, most of the people I know who have that name, they're Mexican, they're Portuguese. Uh, from Cape Verde, like I said, like, listen, that name is Andrade. All yes. right. So I'm going to refer to him as Demetrius Andrade. If he wants to say it's Andrade, it's fine. 
Demetrius Andrade. But on Showtime, oh. they're saying it Andrade, so that's what I'm gonna say then as that's well. That's the right way to say because and, because like it's like with Kristen Pulisic, it's Pulisic, but they call him but, Pulisic because he's American, even though his name is Croatian. But right? not even that. Like in the interview before they're talking to Andrade, they're saying, "Hey, I'm here with Demetrius Andrade," and he's not saying nothing about it. So Good. that's what we're gonna call him. So let me Good. know how you're betting for this fight since we went on the name rant. <laughs> Um, I think this this was this is one of the most difficult fights for me to bet this year. Um, I went back and forth many times. My instinct was David Benavidez is going to win, and then I was like, Demetrius Andrade uh, could win this fight. Then I kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the thing with David Benavidez that I just love is how he is become like a very smart pressure fighter who can. Combined speed and power at a very high level has great combinations. And I said could give Canelo a run for his money if and when they fight, um, which is more of an if because Demetrius Andrade is in the way of that right now. And the thing that I've always liked about Demetrius Andrade is he has a lot of skill. You can see it. He's a southpaw. David Benavidez hasn't fought a southpaw in like seven years. Um, Demetrius Andrade is very, very technically sound, except for when he sort of leaves himself uh, open to be hit on the inside occasionally when he's reaching for those looping left hands. Um, but I think they're both great. And I think this line should be actually a little bit shorter. I think it's a little too wide for David Benavidez. So I feel like you have to pick a method of victory for David Benavidez. Um, at one book, I found him plus 140 to win by knockout and plus 140 to win by decision. So it's basically a pick em. Uh For Demetrius Andrade, who I think could win this fight, I think if he's going to win this fight, it's plus 500. But I ultimately lean barely but like 55 percent, 45 percent. i leaned demetrius andrade losing Ooh. to david benavidez losing to david benavidez. okay i was like what are you doing here brian which way are you going you're confusing me if i'm confused <laughs> and i'm your co-host so what's your I, bet <laughs> david benavidez by decision plus 140 i don't think he knocks out a demetrius andrade i could see him knocking down demetrius andrade but i feel like if he didn't put away caleb plant um, who had been stopped prior, I feel like Demetrius Andrade can make it last, especially because I think Andrade is going to be not necessarily on his bicycle, but he's going to be moving a lot and trying to sort of outbox David Benavidez and trying to avoid that pressure and use a southpaw stance to give him some different looks that he may not be used to. But I think Demetrius Andrade can win this fight. And plus 500 by decision, I think it's worth a sprinkle. And it's something that I actually did because I have a risk-free $5. Ooh, got so Got to use that $5, you know. Edging the bet, so I, I also did that as well. But ultimately, I, I think David Benavidez is going to win this on points. points. So the reason why I love this fight is because both of these guys are undefeated and they're putting it all on the line. This is how legends are made. David, David Benavidez is 27 and 0, 23 by knockout. Right there, you know that he has power. Demetrius Andrade, 32 and 0, 19 by knockout. Now that's still a pretty good ratio, in my opinion. Uh, Demetrius Andrade definitely has skill. He's a talented southpaw, as you heard Brian say. It's been a minute since David Benavidez has fought a southpaw. But the thing about this fight is I feel like Andrade has to score the points early. He has to control the distance. Endurance is a thing where I'm questionable with Andrade. Is he going to be able to last in the later rounds? And he has to become like this master counterpuncher. He is very skilled, but that's really tough to do against a guy like David Benavidez because Listen, he's got that long reach, he's got that speed, and he's got that power. And it's going to be interesting to see the first time that David Benavides touches him. 
because if Andrade goes and is heavy on the back foot, you know that power is real, right? But uh, David Benavidez is also good work rate. He controls the distance really well, and he throws great body shots. I talked about endurance for Andrade, and the reason why I really mentioned that is also because the Mexican monster turns it up in the later rounds. He figures you out. He's extremely aggressive, and we all know my favorite type of fighting is mexican style boxing and of course uh david benavidez a mexican-american but still the same type of style he's got the power i think this is going to be a very very close fight i think andrade is gonna get some of those early rounds for sure because he has to he has to but i think david benavidez is going to break him down later on start landing those nasty body punches and i think it's going to be too much because andrade has to outbox david benavidez but listen david benavidez has skill to do not sleep on this man so i think by the end it's going to be way too much i have david benavidez to win in rounds 10 through 12 which is a plus 650. i think it's going to happen in those championship rounds because i think andrade is such a tough test but I also wouldn't be surprised if Andrade won, but if I know boxing, and I know boxing, everybody wants to see Canelo and David Benavides, and this is the fight of who's going to fight David Benavides. I mean, sorry, can, who's going to fight Canelo Alvarez next, right? This is why they're making this fight, because both Boo Boo could fight Canelo, and David Benavides could fight him too. But what sets it up perfectly Remember when Canelo was like, I don't want to fight other Mexicans. I don't want to do that, right? Uh, this would be a tough test for Canelo, who hasn't looked the same. He's still, in my opinion, pound for pound in that top five. I'm not sleeping on him, but I'm just saying the storylines for this fight would be amazing. And because I prefer Mexican-style boxing. So could you imagine a real fighter from Mexico fighting a Mexican-American I like right now I'm getting the chills like give it to inject it into my veins right now Brian give it to me because this is the fight that I want to see so even if it goes to the cards I'm leaning towards David Benavides because that's the fight that boxing wants to see like Demetrius Andrade is going to have to really beat him on the scorecards like he would have to like destroy him like Bud did Spence or something like that because we know boxing man we, we know how this is going to go so just to say my bet again I'm going with David Benavides to win in rounds 10 through 12, which is a plus 650, tons of value there. Last thing I'll say on this fight before um, we get to the other bets that we're looking at this weekend. Um, and we are planning a live show for this on Saturday night, so stay tuned yes. for that because um, we we love this fight. And it's it's a great one. David Benavides and Demetrius Andrade to me is one of my favorite fights of the year because one it was difficult for me to pick but two i was gonna have to break a rule either way meaning if i pick david benavidez that breaks a rule of mine where when it's boxer versus puncher and the skill level is close enough or if it's close to a 50 50 fight i tend to lean toward the boxer because they're usually more versatile and i feel like the boxer in this case scenario would be demetrius andrade however when it's a star or a rising star facing somebody else who's older significantly you tend to lean younger david benavidez is about seven eight years younger than demetrius andrade and one of my rules for that is not just that piece of it but also when david benavidez the younger guy in this scenario is fighting in his natural weight class whereas his opponent has to come up 
because Demetrius Andrade previously was a champion at 154 and 160. Yeah. I find it difficult for someone like a Demetrius Andrade to navigate that test of a young guy. I wouldn't be surprised either way, uh, except if if like Demetrius Andrade gets a knockout victory, I'd be surprised. Or if David Benavidez gets an early knockout victory, I'd be surprised. But I I seriously can't wait for this fight. Like and and the whole card also top to bottom. Ooh, I, I love this card. card of the year for sure. I think it might be arguably the best card of the year to be honest with you when you think about the names that are on this card um but for me every year one thing is always predictable postage costs go up stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89 percent off usps and ups services so your business will barely notice the change stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours it's like your own personal post office no lines no traffic no waiting sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. I just think the storylines for this fight is amazing. I'm happy we're getting it, but like, I just feel like I know boxing too well. And Demetrius Andrade is going to have to show out, show early, get those rounds in. And if he doesn't listen, like we talk about rising stars, boxing needs a rising star. Why would it not be the Mexican monster who's American, might I add, right? He's the Mexican monster, but he's American. And we talk about superstars and like David Benavides has it, right? And so we all want the fight with him and Canelo. I want that more than him and Demetrius Andrade. So I think David Benavides, the Mexican monster, I'm not biased. I know I know the mandatory listeners are like, Chantel's biased. I'm not being biased. I kind of am. Um, but I'm going with that him to get the knockout. Um, let's move over, though, Brian, um, to the undercard. So there's some great fights um, on the undercard. Um, which one are you going to be betting on? If you had to pick two, what are the two fights you're looking at? And how are you betting those ones? Undercard, but kind of sticking with the main card here because they're just you're just not going to get a ton of great odds for some of the other ones. Uh, like Kermel Moton, for example, everyone widely expects him to win. He's a huge money line favorite, and even on the method of victory, you're probably not going to get a lot of juice there. So, um, speaking of not getting a lot of juice, I love a Superio Matias. Speaking of being biased, um, as people who watch the show probably know, um, I think he's as good as any Puerto Rican fighter on the planet, not named Amanda Serrano. And he is um, just a terrorizing puncher who's going to fight, yeah. uh, who's going to fight Ergashev, who is a great challenge for him. I think this is going to be his toughest opponent so far, but I also think he's going to win by knockout. So does Vegas, because I was surprised to see when I got him by knockout, this is the bet that I took, Subriel Matias by knockout, minus 180. It's now minus 200. So you kind of have to, you know, you want to parlay it with something or you want to take it, uh, you know, a little bit further and look at rounds 7 through 12, 1 through 6, 5 through 8, whatever the combination is. Um, I like 7 through 12 particularly. I don't think it's going to be as early um, as his last fight was. But I think Subriel Matias ultimately uh, gets it done. I think he gets pushed a little bit more than people may expect. And I was surprised that on the money line, he's a little bit wide there. But I think he ultimately gets it done. And then, you know, otherwise, uh, Hector Luis Garcia, who we both like, who yeah. I thought was getting disrespected by the scorecards on the Javante Davis fight before eventually losing. Um, I thought he won four of the eight rounds before he was eventually stopped or, I guess, retired in the ninth round. Um 
I think he's very skilled and he's going to beat Lamont Rose by decision plus 100. I think he's 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 he took a little bit of a hit reputation wise, but I think people need to be reintroduced to him because he's really, really good. Um, those are probably my two favorite bets uh, otherwise on this card um, that I'd be looking forward to. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with uh, Jamal Charlo and Jose Benavidez because that's a tough one for me. It because, is because well, no, no, well, wait, let me rephrase. Just cutting Jamal, me off here. Just not even let me get it off. Okay. <laughs> Jamal Charlo is going to win that fight. The method of victory is where I'm like, I think he's going to win by decision because yeah. it's been a long layoff. Um, but he's got pop. And to me, he's the better Charlo. So, <laughs> yo, he's just like taking my time up. You got your time, Brian. My God. Uh, it's because he's hangry. Okay. So, this is a really interesting fight. They got Jermall Charlo as a huge favorite. I believe he's like a minus 850, which is crazy. Uh, 32 and 0. I've always liked Mel better than Maul. Uh, but Jose Benavides, 28 2 and 1. He's been knocked out once. The one thing that I want to mention for people that aren't too familiar, before we started talking about David Benavides, everyone was talking about Jose Benavides. Like Jose Benavides was supposed to be that dude. He got shot and um, like he just kind of wasn't the same after, but he's still like a formidable opponent. Like he's still dangerous and he was in the last creed. So good for him because um, I want him to make his money. Um, but listen, he had a TKO victory back in August. He still got that power. Uh, he lost that majority decision loss to Danny Garcia. Um, which was, where is Danny Garcia? I, I, I want to put out like a search for him because I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, but for this fight, Charlo hasn't fought since 2021. He won his last two fights by decision. I don't expect him to go in here and beat a tough Jose Benavides, like just knock him out. I just don't see that happening. So I like Charlo by decision and it's not that sexy of a pick it's a minus 120 but i feel like you can build a parlay with this um if you wanted to because there are such great fights like i would take that i would take uh the super real matias uh k or tko victory and the final fight that i like that i really love is the hector lewis garcia who's 16 and 1 versus lamont roach who by the way i feel like has been around forever but it's only 28 years old uh lamont roach has never been stopped he's skilled but he hasn't fought in over a year. And then you look at Hector Luis Garcia, as Brian mentioned, he had it split 4-4 uh, for him and Tank. I actually had him up by just one more round against Tank because I thought he was giving it to him. And I do think if his eye didn't get messed up, I think he it could have been an even better fight for us to see. Um, we know Tank is Tank, and no disrespect to him, but Hector Luis Garcia had a great fight against him. Hector Luis Garcia has power. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that, but he's also skilled. And um, so this is the fight that I really, really am excited for. It's early on this card too, which is crazy. Um, but I would probably pair this up with Hector Luis Garcia by decision uh, on a parlay with the Jermel Charlo decision. Hector Luis Garcia by decision and is a minus 108. And I also think that Hector Luis Garcia will be able to land on a guy like Lamont Roach so I like the KOTKO victory at plus 322 for a sprinkle. I think this is a fight where Hector Luis Garcia can make a statement. And I also think he's someone in the division that should still be taken seriously. He has one loss. It's against Tank. Tank is the best lightweight in the world, in my opinion. So that's how I'm rolling with these fights. Uh, great card. Any final thoughts, Brian, before we get up and out of here? Sergey Lipinets and Michelle Rivera is going to be a very good fight. Um, 
I don't know who to pick for that one. <laughs> uh, Sergey Lipponets is a slight favorite, a slight underdog, minus one hundred five. Rivera is minus one twenty, and I want to bet on that fight, but I don't know who. Kind of lean Lipponets, but we haven't seen either of them in a long time. But that I'm stunned. That's not on the main card. I feel like that's a fight that everyone should look forward to. Yeah, it's going to be a great card. We are going to have a live post-fight show. We're rocking with you this Thanksgiving weekend, so make sure to join us. Uh, we'll be putting out uh, the YouTube promos and all of that, so make sure to tune in with us if you're going to be home this weekend after that fight. We'll be rocking with you. And there's another great fight, Brian. This one is for Undisputed. It's the second fight. So we're getting it again. Chantel Cameron, a minus 180 straight up on the money line. Katie Taylor, a plus 140. We all know how the first one went. Katie Taylor was actually, a lot of people thought she was going to beat Chantel Cameron after her performance against Amanda Serrano, which I feel like a little bit questionable. I had Serrano winning. Uh, this fight was in Ireland, and Chantel Cameron dominated that first fight. Brian, how are you betting this one? So I like Chantel Cameron to win this fight again by decision. Um, I took her at minus 120. I seen it move a little bit to minus 130. So I feel like I got it at a good number. Look, I just think it's going to be the same fight we saw before. And I think Chantel Cameron might be even more successful this time around. She got double the output punch wise. And she also was very effective using her jab to find the range to lead into more power shots and walk. Uh, Katie Taylor into some nasty combinations, particularly from round six through nine. I think it's going to be an interesting fight, but I think uh, Chantel Cameron is going to win this again by decision. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have much to say about this fight because I think it's going to go the exact way the first one went. I'm going to take Chantel Cameron by decision to win this one. We all know coming into this fight, Katie Taylor was, uh, you know, moved up in weight class as well. So let's give Katie Taylor a little bit of credit as well for that because she's not afraid to do that. But I just felt like Chantel Cameron was way too much for her and the size difference you could actually see. And I thought Chantel Cameron was dominating. Everyone was talking about Katie Taylor's power coming into this fight, but Chantel Cameron felt her power and was able, like she won a lot of those rounds. I forget how I scored it, but this was a very, very good fight. I do think Katie Taylor, we might see a different version of her in this fight. She might win maybe a, a round or two more, but I still think Chantel Cameron um, is the better boxer. And this is her natural weight class, right? Um, she's a good body puncher. Um, there was all this discussion, whether Chantel Cameron uh, could fight on the inside and the outside. Listen, she was doing her thing against Katie Taylor. Um, and the output was crazy. Right. So I'm going to go with Chantel Cameron by decision. And listen, I, I look, what were the odds that you found for Chantel Cameron for a decision? Minus 120, which stunned me because that tells you that there's still, um, yeah. there's still people that think Katie Taylor is going to win this fight. And I don't know how you see that first fight. And you're like, yeah, she could improve from this showing and have a better one against Chantel Cameron, who's younger, who's stronger, who, I thought was just better in that fight. I think it's more of a weight class thing. Like Katie Taylor yeah, is an awesome fighter, up. but Chantel Cameron's the best in the world at 140 pounds. She's undisputed for a reason. She has power, more power than Katie Taylor does. And Katie, Katie Taylor, felt that power in that right. first fight. She and, and Chantel Cameron also has height advantage, reach advantage. Um, she was pressuring her immensely, especially in that second half of the fight, say for round 10. I thought Katie Taylor, you know, flashy combinations at times. She was able to show off her speed, but I thought that she fought the fight that Chantel Cameron wanted at times, and the judges had it 96-94, 96-94, and 95-95. I felt like 
you know, at first watch, because I didn't have the sound on. I was like, was this like a draw? And then watched the one of the score. One of the judges scored it a draw. It was pretty close, in my opinion. But I still thought Chantel Cameron dominated. And I was she won seven rounds out of ten. I thought um, the one thing that I really thought was interesting about the first fight was we know how Katie Taylor can fight like she's the bigger fighter, right? Because she normally is. But like when she was in the ring with Chantel Cameron, Chantel Cameron was like bodying her as the bigger fighter. And I don't think Katie Taylor figured that out in the first fight. I think she'll do a little bit better in the second fight, but I got to roll with Chantel Cameron. And um, also, if you looked at our other betting, uh, we also did David Benavidez and Demetrius Andrade, and we talked about the undercard as well. If you could parlay some of these bets, you might be able to win a lot of money. For my parlay, I'm going to have Chantel Cameron by decision. I'm going to have Hector Luis Garcia by decision. I'm going to have Sabriel Matias by knockout, and I'm taking Jermel Charlo by decision. I'm going to stack those up and see what I get, but... It could be a great weekend for boxing betting-wise. Let us know how you're going to be betting. And remember, if you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. We do appreciate you. And one more thought, we are going to be going live after David Benavidez and Demetrius Andrade. Thanksgiving weekend, we got you covered. Brian, any final thoughts before we get up and out of here? No, just enjoy the fights and the food. That's about it. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>